It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello, and welcome to the podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here on your favorite podcast location, whether it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to download and listen to this week's edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And also, we would remind you to please subscribe to the podcast as well, because as a subscriber, every time a new episode of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast is available for you to listen to, you'll get a notification to let you know the latest edition is up and ready for you once again on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. But uh, once again, as I like to say, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to tune in and listen to this week's edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we have another exciting edition of the program coming up. We have some great guests that will be joining us here. We will be speaking with the president of Darlington Raceway, Carrie Tharp, as this weekend is Throwback Weekend at Darlington. A lot of cool paint schemes, and if you haven't seen them, you can head over to NASCAR.com. They've got a great little picture slideshow of many of the trucks, Xfinity, and Cub Series cars that will be honoring the past of NASCAR, especially here on the 75th anniversary season. Then WB had the opportunity to speak with Ted Austed of the Atlanta Motor Speedway to get the latest in short track news. And then we wrap up the program with Cami Caruso, NHRA Pro Stock driver, to recap her 2023 season and also the feelings of winning her first Wally Award earlier in the year. So those are our great guests that will be joining us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. And, of course, for the latest in racing news and information, you get to check out our social media platforms. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And don't forget about the email address as well. You can always get in touch with us at srwradio at yahoo.com. That is srwradio at yahoo.com. But as we do every single week at around this time, we like to break down what happened in the racing world with the latest edition of your racing review here on Southern Race Week Radio. Now, the Xfinity Series was off this weekend. They did not race at Kansas Speedway, but here are the latest Xfinity Series standings as the top 12 drivers will advance to the playoffs when the regular season wraps up at Daytona uh, later this year. Austin Hill is your number one ranked driver. He has three wins on the season. John Henry Nemechek is second with two wins. Chandler Smith in third with a win. Sammy Smith in fourth with a win. Jeb Burton is fifth with a win. Cole Custer is 6th, Josh Berry 7th, Justin Allgaier is 8th, Sheldon Creed ninth. Riley Hurst is 10th, Daniel Hemrick is 11th, and Sam Mayer rounds out the top 12 standings in the Xfinity Series. Over in the Truck Series, Grant Enfinger was your winner in the number 23 Chevrolet as he came across the finish line capturing the checkered flag and punched his ticket into the playoffs. Corey Hine was your Runner-up, Zane Smith finishing third, Stuart Friesen in fourth, and Ross Chastain rounds out the top five. And taking a look at the current standings right now in the Truck Series, as the top ten drivers advance to the playoffs, Zane Smith is your number one ranked driver with two wins on the season. Corey Hine in second with a win, Grant Enfinger in third position with his win this past weekend. Christian Eckes is fourth with a win, Carson Hosever is in with a win. And then the sixth position, Ty Majeski, Ben Rhodes is seventh, Matt Crafton is eighth, Tanner Gray is ninth, and Nicholas Sanchez rounding out the top ten. 
Over to Cup Series action, Denny Hamlin had walked out of victory lane after winning a thrilling NASCAR Cup Series duel over Kyle Larson with a last lap pass at Kansas Speedway this past Sunday. The victory ended a 33-race winless drought for Hamlin, dating to last year's Coca-Cola 600, and along with giving Hamlin a record fourth win at Kansas, it gave Joe Gibbs Racing his 400 win overall in NASCAR's Top Series. As we mentioned, Kyle Larson was your runner-up, William Byron finishing third, Bubba Wallace with a very impressive fourth-place finish, and Ross Chastain rounds out the top five. And taking a look at the current point standings in the Cup Series with the top 16 drivers advancing, Kyle Larson is your number one ranked driver with two wins on the season, William Byron is second in also with two wins, Kyle Busch in third with two wins, Christopher Bell is fourth with a win. Martin Truex Jr. is fifth with a win. Denny Hamlin in sixth with a win. Tyler Reddick in seventh with a win. Joey Logano is eighth with a win. And Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in ninth also into the playoffs with a win. And then these drivers remain winless with Ross Chastain in tenth. Kevin Harvick in eleventh. Ryan Blaney twelfth. Brad Keselowski in thirteenth. Chris Buescher fourteenth. Alex Bowman in fifteenth. And Daniel Suarez rounding out the top sixteen. Over to the IndyCar Series, they were not in action this past weekend, so the top five drivers remain the same. Marcus Erickson is your points leader right now. Pato Award in second. Alex Palau in third. Scott McLaughlin in fourth. And Romain Grossen rounds out the top five. Although the IndyCar Series will be in action coming up this weekend on Saturday, May 13th, there will be the GMR Grand Prix. The green flag will drop at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, May 13th. NBC, Peacock, and Sirius XM will have all the coverage for you. And then over in the Cup Series, Xfinity Series, and Truck Series, a triple header weekend at Darlington for Throwback Weekend. The Truck Series will be in action on Friday, May 12th, 7.30 p.m. Green flag drop for the Buckle Up South Carolina 200 from Darlington. And then on Saturday, May 13th, it'll be the Xfinity Series, Shriner Children's 200. A 1.30 p.m. is when the green flag will drop. You can catch the race on Fox, the Motor Racing Network, and Sirius XM Radio. And then over on Sunday, it'll be the Darlington Raceway Goodyear 400 throwback race. Sunday, May 14th, 3 p.m. Eastern Time as the green flag will drop. And you can catch that race on FS1, the Motor Racing Network, and Sirius XM Radio. So there you go. That is your racing recap from all the action this past weekend in the racing world. We'll take a, we're not going to take a break because we're going to go right in. Since this is a podcast, we have no commercials. Coming up for you right now, the president of Darlington Raceway, Kerry Tharp, on this podcast edition of Southern Raceweek Radio. Hey, this is Brandon Jones, and you're listening to Southern Raceweek. All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Raceweek Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Raceweek Radio network at Southie as we continue on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And I'm very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline, as he'll be welcoming in NASCAR Nation next week for a throwback weekend at Darlington Raceway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the president of Darlington Raceway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Kerry Mr. Hey, Alfred, you get better with that every year. Uh, <laughs> great to hear from you. Great to be on the program. You know, we're very excited about the upcoming throwback weekend. I mean, we're just a little about, <clears throat> about nine or ten days away uh, from people. Uh, well, actually, less than that for people getting on our property. But we'll start uh, start having cars on the track uh, 
a week from Friday. So that's very exciting. And, you know, the throwback weekend has become our bread and butter here at Darlington. And, you know, this year, combining it with the 75th anniversary of NASCAR really takes on a, even a more special meaning. Uh, yeah, I had the opportunity a few years ago to go to throwback weekend in Darlington. And I got to tell you, I mean, it's like walking into a Hall of Fame if you're not in Charlotte going to the actual Hall of Fame. It's the closest thing to the Hall of Fame outside of Charlotte because you see so many uh, veterans of the sport. And as you mentioned, as you'll have the uh, Truck Series, the Buckle Up South Carolina 200 on May 12th. You'll have the Xfinity Series, Shriners Children's 200 on May 13th. And then we culminate the weekend with the Goodyear 400 May 14th. And the green flag will drop for that at 3 p.m., uh, Eastern time, so I know you're ready to welcome in NASCAR Nation. And as I mentioned to you before, and, I, and I'll say this every, every time, every time I have an interview with you, I'm going to mention this. Driving into Darlington when I was there for the Throwback Weekend, it's like walking into Fenway Park, walking into Wrigley Field. You feel the history, you feel the excitement, and you get the goosebumps as you drive through the tunnel. Well, Alfred, you you described it very appropriately. It's like taking a walk down memory lane. Uh, when you get to see these legends and heroes from from years past, and being able to celebrate with them, and and uh, have a reunion with them, and and the race teams and everybody involved, uh, it's just a special special time. And and we're blessed to be able to host it here at Darlington. I don't I can't think of another track on the NASCAR circuit that is more appropriate to, to host the uh, NASCAR Throwback Weekend than, than Darlington Raceway. And you know, this will be our ninth year of doing it, and uh, the fans have really enjoyed it. Uh, the teams enjoy it. Uh, you see all the different paint schemes, throwback uniforms. The fans dress up and, and throwback attire, throwback music. It's it's just a, a real, real pleasure to be able to bring the entire sport together uh, for this one special weekend. And Darlington, as you mentioned, a historic track, and, and it's been around for so, so many years. But you guys have done such a great job of keeping the facility up to date and, and great for the fans who come in uh, to enjoy a weekend. You know, it's you continue with the times and you continue to make sure the facility is still as amazing as it was when the doors first opened up. Well, our team uh, works extremely hard to keep our property uh, looking good, really, in the entire season. And, and certainly over the last several weeks and months, uh, there's been a lot of work done here uh, on our property. And uh, it is just a, a, a you know a, a beautiful place. Like you, you described it very well when you said uh, Fenway Park or, or Wrigley Field. It, it reminds me of both of those places. You know, I always like to tell people that we're the Wrigley Field of NASCAR, and so uh, you know, it's it take we take a lot of pride in keeping our facility up. Uh, we take a lot of pride in keeping our f facility nostalgic and uh, maintaining that throwback look and feel and. And so for, for our fans to come here, um, you know, in, in, in May and celebrate the history of the sport, and then a few months later, they come for Labor Day and celebrate the opening race of the playoffs with the Cookout Southern 500, you know, we, we, we feel like we have the best of both worlds. And even though you're going to have a lot of racing going on that weekend, uh, NASCAR is always a family-oriented event, so many things going on. What other activities will be around the track that a lot of the families can enjoy when they arrive to uh, Darlington to enjoy the race weekends? Well, I tell you, uh, the, the campers will start arriving next Tuesday, and then starting Wednesday, we have activities. We have a track lapse for charity on Wednesday night. Uh, the proceeds of that go to the uh, Shriners Children's. Uh, which is a great organization that is uh, 
Also, the entitlement sponsor for our Xfinity race on May the 13th. Uh, on Thursday night, we have drive-in movie night uh, over in the Petty Campgrounds. We're going to be showing the movie Cars for the kids, and then Days of Thunder will be shown afterwards. Oh. Um, and then on Friday, we've got, uh, you know, Legends going to be here. <clears throat> I tell you, Mario Andretti is going to be here at, uh, at Darlington on that Friday, May the 12th. Uh, one of the guys in the truck series, Nick Sanchez, is running a Mario Andretti throwback paint scheme. And so he's going to be there for that. Uh, and we have the truck race, the Buckle Up South Carolina 200 Friday night. Uh, we've got um, Saturday, a lot of legend Q&As, autograph sessions. Uh, we've got the Xfinity race, the Shriners Children's 200. Uh, Saturday, about 4.45, uh, excuse me, we've got the throwback parade will lead from uh, downtown Darlington to the Fan Midway, and then we'll have a driver Q and A's there, and also a, a concert uh, that we'll have. It's starting around seven o'clock. Uh, then on Sunday is more of the same. It's just more legends and Hall of Famers and seventy-five greatest drivers. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic. Uh, uh, weekend, we've got a special recognition for the 75 greatest at the uh, at the outset of uh, of Sunday's Goodyear 400, and uh, we'll drop the checkered flag, or excuse me, drop the green flag a little after three o'clock, and we'll go racing. Man, I'm, uh, this is going to be exciting! Can't wait to to watch it. Wish I could be there in person, but uh, I'm sure the fans will not be disappointed uh, in this year's event. As we speak with the president of Darlington Raceway, Kerry Tharp, on this week's edition of uh, Southern Race Week Radio, and one of the great things about NASCAR as we mentioned at every track, is how affordable it is to bring a family of four or five out to enjoy a great weekend with camping tickets and everything like that. So I'm sure there's still tickets available. Uh, campsites, I'm sure, are still available. But I'm sure they're going to go quickly as we get closer to uh, race weekend. So if any of our listeners here in the Atlanta area or around the southeast want to make a quick drive over to Darlington and enjoy a great weekend, how can they go about mm -hmm. getting tickets uh, and information? Well, the best way, Alfred, is to get on our website, uh, DarlingtonRaceway.com, and um, there's some some really good uh, ticket packages available. You know, for kids 12 and under, Friday and Saturday are free with a paying adult, and then kids' prices, tickets on Sunday start as low as ten dollars. Uh, but we have some very affordable ticket packages. We still have a little bit of out, uh, outside camping available. Uh, Pre-race experience is available for Sunday. Um, and then, you know, and if you'd rather call and talk to someone, you call 866-459-7223 and they'll get you hooked up, uh, in, in short order to get your ticket orders made. And, but we just in, in, encourage fans to come over. I think it's going to be a, a once in a lifetime opportunity, Alfred, for fans to come out and see all these great legends. And at one time, I dare say that, uh, you'll see all of them gathered at, at one time, at one place, uh, that might not happen again. And so, uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, it's something that we're looking forward to, and uh, we certainly hope that our fans uh, enjoy their time here at Darlington. Now, I know one of the cool things about the Throwback Weekend is you normally will have a uh, 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 one of the legends and one of their old cars uh, do the warm-up laps, the pace laps leading up to the race. I remember uh, the one year that uh, the King was out there driving the, in the old number 43 car, he actually got black flagged because he was mm -hmm. taking uh, so many laps around the track. Right. Uh, right. Have you decided who's going to be doing the pace laps, or is that still a decision that's up in the area? 
No, I'll tell you what we're going to do this year, both Saturday and Sunday. We've got about 20 historic stock cars that are going to be on property displayed both in the midway and then take take some parade laps before Saturday's Xfinity race and also uh, Sunday's uh, uh, cup race. And, I mean, we've got uh, we've got the number two midnight car driven by Rusty Wallace. We've got a 21 car that David Pearson drove. We've got a car that Junior Johnson drove. Wow. Uh, we've got a car that Tiny Lund drove back in the day, a, a Curtis Turner car, a Jimmy Johnson car, a Dale Earnhardt car, a Dale Earnhardt <laughs> Jr. car. Uh, so there's a lot of cool stock cars that are going to be out there. So they will all take a parade lap uh, bef- before the start of each respective race. And then Dale Jarrett, a NASCAR Hall of Famer and top 75 greatest driver, will uh, actually drive the uh, Mustang pace car on Sunday to pace the field for the Goodyear 400. Hey, listeners, this is Jamie Little from NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week right here on your great racing station. I am William Barber, a.k.a. WB. Your family, your friends, and cousin neighbors tell you everybody that you know that we have the one, the only, the man, the only man that I know that can wear some checkered flag pants into the grandstands and everybody just cheers him on. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than Ted the Madman Austin. Ted, welcome back to the show, sir. It's been a while. It's been yeah, a while. I know, Glad man. Glad to be back. Well, I mean, it's been a long time since I've worn the checkered flag pants, though, too, buddy. <laughs> I just like to be able to fit into a dead gum pair of regular pants. You know, it's been so long since yeah, I wore yeah. a shirt and tie, I wouldn't know what a shirt and tie was anymore. I donated all mine to to the Goodwill about a year ago or something. It's just, you know, between yeah. not not fitting no that's more. My, that's my the 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 not wearing of ties and and uh, sport coats is kind of, uh, I take credit for cracking the system here at Atlanta water speedway. When I came on board as everybody was wearing a tie and most people wearing a sport coat and everything. And uh, within a few years I had broken the code of wearing ties every day to work. And then it took me a couple more years, but then I got casual pants brought into the, the old uh, work work yeah. wardrobe and everything like that. Yeah. And then here just a couple of years ago, I had it to where you could actually wear shorts Woo. during the summer month to, uh, to the office. So, you know, I figure I got a few years left here at my tenure at Atlanta Motor Speedway and maybe I'll get it to where we can wear flip flops and sandals and then I'll feel I've, I've accomplished something in my career. And from what I understand yeah. with all the different changes that's going on and all the different events that Atlanta Motor Speedway is hosting over the years now, you're bringing back the Legends program to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Thursday Thunder is the probably the anchor of that Legends series here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And Thursday Thunder will start. It's, I think it's the quarter century anniversary this year. Wow. Kind of lost track over the years. But I think this year will be our 25th anniversary season. It'll start uh, here the first weekend of June, or the first Thursday of June, I should say. Right. And uh, it it has been the springboard for a lot of uh, a lot of drivers 
Uh, I mean, you look at the, the March race winner, the Amber 400 winner of Joey Logano, and uh, it, 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 it sticks in your memory of his initial reaction when he climbed out of the car there at the start-finish line. His dad came running out, gave him the big old hug, and, yeah. and they both just kind of thought to themselves it really came full circle for him. Joey mentioned it in his post-race interview on Fox that he lived up in the condos and, and dreamed of the opportunity to win in, on the big track, uh, and he had that opportunity in March. And he's, he's one of quite a few drivers that have raced at Thursday Thunder, and as he said it in Victory Lane, is he said, I always wanted to charge down the front straightaway in his Legends car and continue around that big track and hit the high banks. And uh, like I said, he's, he's one of many drivers that cut their teeth at Thursday Thunder. Great way for, for people to get into racing, get their kids into racing, it's uh you know it's, to me it just seems like it's a little safer uh than than go-karts uh except you know back in the day but before y'all stopped letting me drive uh legends cars because it kept messing up the wall <laughs> the week before the race um you know it's it's a great safe way for for people to get their kids involved in the racing and it's also a great way for you know for older folks that want to get involved in the racings in the legends program and uh, if you'd like more information on that, go check out Atlanta Motor Speedway's uh, website. And I'm sure you can find something on there, how to get in touch with the Atlanta Motor Speedway's Legends Series. But, you know, the Legends program has been running up at Lanier Speedway. Everybody thinks Lanier Speedway's closed, but it's been running up there. Ken Reagan told me that, you know, that they were kicking it off up there. Uh, and it seems like they've been having a great time. They have. They've, they've run a couple of times up there already this year, this calendar year. Um, they just ran up there, uh, I think, last weekend or the weekend before was the, their most recent one. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Bruce Pifke, the owner of Caffeine and Octane, the brand, uh, the car shows and everything, made the purchase of that Speedway about a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit shorter than that. But um, second season of his operation underway, and uh, he's starting to try and look at some different things with the with the oval track racing, bringing back a little oval track racing. He's got good luck so far with the Legends cars. I'll tell you, the track is perfect for the Legends cars. Oh, yeah. Bandoleros, it's like a super speedway for oh, the yeah. Bandolero guys. Banks. Um, but uh but yeah, I mean, I think I think if you got a little bit of support from people coming to watch the races uh, in the grandstand, is he might uh, take a look at maybe doing a little dabble in uh, bringing uh, uh, an ASA uh, series back in. Um, the ASA Short Track Asphalt Series is really taking on some steam under the direction of uh, Bob Sargent, and uh, maybe maybe he'll take a look at doing something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, the legends cars are racing up there. They're racing down at Cordial at Chris Motorsports Park and always doing a good show down there. I think the legends cars and the Bandolero cars bring the highest car count down there. So, uh, it's alive and well in the short tracks here in Georgia. Well, if y'all just join us here, we got Ted Austed on the old Food Depot hotline here. And of course, this edition of Southern Race Week being driven by none other than Spectrum Resorts. When you're ready to head on down to another short track like Pensacola down there at Five Flag Speedway, Spectrum Resorts has a place for you to stay and a family friendly, fun atmosphere ready for you. Well, Ted, uh, real quick here, we got up against a, about a 60 second. Uh, uh, hard stop, but let me ask you in a, just a few words, what could you possibly say to some of these former NASCAR drivers and team owners that are buying into some of these racing series programs? Uh, you know, 
with, that we can say on the radio. I mean, we yep. can say whatever I mean, we want uh, to on a podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony Stewart, you know, he bought into the all-star circuit of champions. He's, he's always been a, a sprint car driver and lover at heart. He loves the dirt track racing and he's kind of doing it the right way. He's operating it as a business. He's operating it with his head, not his heart. Um, I know that Harvick and Earnhardt got involved with the car series here in the Southeast and the asphalt late mile stock car series. And they're, they're kind of going about the right way as well. They're not throwing a whole bunch of money at it and making these big, huge purses or big, huge point funds. Cause all that does is put pressure on the operators and owners of short tracks and series that might not have the same sort of wealth that some of these uh, professional drivers do. And so they're going about it the right way. So uh, if there are any other guys out there that, that are looking to purchase racetracks or looking to purchase race series and stuff is I would tell them to be, you know, kind of hold on to the purse strings a little bit and don't jeopardize it for those that, that, that have to really work um, to, to make their money in order to make a little profit and, and, and sustain their racetrack or their series. Hi, this is Melissa Byfield, driver in the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. And you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. Continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline as she is in her sophomore season in the Pro Stock Series with the NHRA. She's currently fifth in the point standings right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Miss Camry Caruso. Ms. Caruso, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yes, I am. Thank you guys for having me. I greatly appreciate it. And another thing I forgot to mention, also the Rookie of the Year in uh, 2022. And you made some noise your freshman year in the division. As you, as we mentioned, you won Rookie of the Year. But also you're making a ton of noise here in your sophomore year in uh, 2022, or excuse me, in 2023, as we take a look at what happened to you back at the Arizona Nationals this season. A thousand cubic inches at idle. It's the final round of Pro Stock Eliminator at the Arizona Nationals. She has a hundredth advantage on Bo Butner at the eighth mile. She's leading Bo Butner at the finish line stripe. It's Cameron Caruso for the first time. 6.592, 210 miles an hour. Butner won 659.3 at 209. She becomes the second woman in NHRA history to win a Pro Stock Wally. So that was a month ago. What was that feeling like crossing the finish line and getting that Wally Award? It was awesome. It was super special to be able to come out with a new team and just be able to come out and do good and show them that we're there for a long run and we're going to make some noise this year. And, you know, winning a Wally in NHRA is always is a tough task to do. A lot of drivers don't get that opportunity did you did you think you would get one so early on in your career and in, in your sophomore year? I hope, but you never know. Like racing is so there's so many different ways you can get one and so many different ways you cannot get one. So um, you never really know, and you just have to kind of trust your team and trust the process and do your job. Now, uh, just you came off of four wide racing at Vegas and a Charlotte. Uh, as a fan watching it on Fox, I really enjoy the four wide. I think I find it 
much more exciting for me personally as a fan. But as a driver and a racer, does it matter to you? Do you prefer the four wide or you prefer going uh, the two wide racing? Honestly, four wide is really cool for the fans and for people watching on TV and all of that. But honestly, I prefer to be racing regular two wide racing. But that's not everybody's opinion. That's just mine. Uh, speaking with Cami Caruso here, NHRA driver in the uh, Pro Stock Series, and you're going to be heading to Chicago here uh, shortly. And on top of that, you've got some new sponsorship that's going to be helping you out while you're in Chicago. Why don't you take a couple of minutes to let us know about those new sponsors going to be joining the team for you? So we go back to Tequila Commissario, starting in Chicago, all the way to Dallas, the San Peter Speed event. We will have a couple of new associates on board, such as CR Towing, um, SFG, we'll have a lot of our same people as well as Powerbuilt, Right Trailers, Big Jeff Audio, um, Vibrant Performance, DP, we'll, Denzo. We'll have a lot of the same, but we will have some new. But we will be rocking the new tequila theme up until Dallas. Okay, and also you're one of eight Pro Stock drivers that will be competing in the first Pro Stock All-Star Callout. Uh, it's a big money specialty race. Uh, and this is, I believe this is the first time that NHRA is doing this. Can For our listeners who are not understanding what this is, what exactly is this Pro Stock All-Star uh, call-out event that you'll be participating in? So it is basically a new Top Fuel and Funny Car had it last year. They brought us into it this year, which is supposed to be really cool. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Um, it's you kind of, you have to make it throughout the race season. So eight of us are in it, six of those being KB Titan cars. And we will, I think Dallas will have the first pick and who he gets to run and then so on and so forth. Second, third, fourth, fifth qualifier of the call out race will get to pick and it'll be run and eliminate. It'll be run in qualifying and the finals will get one extra run that won't count towards qualifying, but will make an extra run as everybody else. So it's supposed to be really neat. It's supposed to be really cool. We are all looking forward to it. It's definitely something different. It's another incentive in qualifying. So I think it'll be a really good opportunity for us all to kind of go off if we can perform under pressure and just work together. Now, Camryl, a lot of people out there say that, you know, drivers aren't athletes. And I find that hard to believe because you are putting yourself through a lot of, of you know, stress on your body uh, doing this type of racing. So what do you do to keep in shape? What's your workout regimen like for you to race week in and, and week out in the NHRA series? Honestly, it's important to stay in shape. I go to a gym called Jet Fitness. It's in Mooresville. Um, I try to eat healthy, but I love French fries way too much to eat healthy <laughs> all the time. But, like, it's just important to make sure you're healthy and you're getting enough sleep and you're just ready to go because you don't get a redo. Right. And this is always a debate in, in my household as far as the, the best French fries. Uh, my kids prefer McDonald's. I like checker fries. Uh, my wife enjoys the fries from McDonald's as well. Uh, as far as you go, who is the top uh, fry? You, if you wanted a, a, some fries, French fries, where do you go? What's your number one stop? Um, honestly, I have this place by my house that is really, really good. It's called Box Hog Barbecue. So I love their stuff but that doesn't mean it's the best. It's just what I prefer. <laughs> well, it's hard to believe a barbecue place would make some great French fries that you enjoy, but uh, uh, that's that's all. Oh, how about fast food-wise? Do you have a fast food French fry place you like, or do you not eat fast food? Um, 
no, I eat fast food. McDonald's. I like McDonald's a lot. Um, yeah, probably McDonald's. McDonald's is the fry choice of Cami Caruso. There yeah. you go. Maybe you'll get some sponsorship from McDonald's now that you mentioned this on the show. Maybe they'll hear it. They go, hey, you know what? Maybe we should put some that money behind her. That would be nice. <laughs> you can just sit there when you win your next Wally Award just chomping on some uh, McDonald's fries in the middle of your interview. I think that would be amazing. That would be really exciting. <laughs> I'm not sure how they would feel about that, but we, you never know. Uh, well, Camry, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. If our listeners want to keep up with your progress, follow along with your career, maybe purchase some merchandise, and follow along as uh, right now, as we said, you're currently fifth in the standings right now. Uh, where, they can, where can they go to follow along and keep up with you? They can head to CamryCruso.com. That has all of our social media links, all of our um, merchandise, all of our anything that anything that we can have anything would be there. Hi, this is Greg Walter, general manager of the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network at Southie as we wrap up this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And don't forget, you can go back and listen to any past episodes of Southern Race Week Radio via the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So just head to one of those respective downloading uh, podcast locations, go to the search, type in Southern Race Week, feel free to download, and also subscribe to the podcast while you're there as well. So once again, check out the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Every Monday is when a new episode is posted via iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. But uh, thanks to our great guests for joining us this week here on the program. Of course, the president of Darlington Raceway, Carrie Tharp, along with Ted Austin from Atlanta Motor Speedway, delivering the, the latest in short track news. And then also Cami Caruso, NHRA driver. So thanks to all those great guests for joining us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. And uh, don't forget about our social media platforms. That's right. You can check us out on Facebook and on Twitter. And if you like our Facebook page, which is at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week, or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio, you get the latest in racing news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Everything from NASCAR, NHRA to IndyCar, and of course the latest in short track news and results and finishes and news right there for you, delivered via our Facebook page and Twitter as well. So don't forget about that. Also, uh, we've got uh, what's got NASCAR racing coming up here in a couple of weeks, as we mentioned, from a Darlington Raceway throwback weekend. So check that out. And that will be at Kansas Speedway this upcoming weekend. So a lot of exciting racing uh, going on in the Cup Series and then pretty soon as well as the NHRA and IndyCar. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we'll catch back up with you next week here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. <laughs> 